0: Hello everyone, this is Anne-Marie Sebastian on EduPost, your favorite educational podcast. Today, I was wondering of speaking about leadership and the importance of developing and rebuilding trust. I just did a course as part of my graduate degree program in MA leadership. The course deals with team leadership and conflict negotiation. One of the main attributes of the course is to understand the role of trust in teams and how leaders can actually help develop and rebuild the trust. I know, you must be thinking now, oh, I know about trust. I've been learning many theories about it. It's simple. Well, these were all my thoughts too when I started the course. But as time went by, I started to think, how do I know if I trust someone Or how do I know if someone really trusts me? Just imagine, you have a friend in your workplace who shares everything with you. I mean, every secret with you. Does that mean that person trusts you? I mean, deeply within? How about your leaders or managers? Have you ever hesitated before you spoke about something important to them? If yes, why did you hesitate? Isn't it simply a lack of trust? But who lacks that trust? Is it you or the other person? There are so many simple, petty incidents like this happening every day in our workplaces. But have we ever stopped to think deeply about this? Let's take a deeper look at it after a small break. Welcome back. Rachel and Robin in their article, The Great Workplace, published in 2011, shares that credibility, respect and fairness are the foundations of trust. So what's the biggest challenge a leader faces when he or she deals with trust? I think trust is a very delicate and abstract factor that can largely determine any organization's success or failure. Because trust can be broken by even the minutest factors, which may or may not be even perceptible to all the employees or group members. If an individual is affected, it spreads to affect the entire team. So what do we do if the trust is already broken? I find that Jesus, one of the exemplary leaders, who throughout his life pointed out that leaders have to be open and welcoming to everyone. Through all the miracles he performed and the sermons he gave, Jesus asked us to give a chance to people who destroyed trust earlier. Be it an individual or a group, allowing them to realize the reasons for mistrust or destruction of trust and allowing them the required time to rebuild the trust is crucial. Working in a low-trust workplace affects each employee due to some people's unreliability, disengagement, and uncommunicative attitude. These types of atmospheres create a disturbing and very stressful working environment for everyone. So, why is trust in teams so important? I started working in a private college in Vancouver. I started to realize that developing and rebuilding trust is so vital to maintain team cohesion and also for team members to have the confidence to take risks and be open about their vulnerabilities. Along with the trust of character, the trust of capabilities is also significant for a team's functioning. My supervisor, the academic coordinator of the college, has to have confidence in me and also. In other teachers whose potentials and abilities are to be increased for a full contribution to the experience and knowledge if we are not given the space and opportunity to execute at least some matters concerning the classroom or the students then will we ever learn learn to grow most importantly as a teacher I am the leader of my students how do I develop a trustful relationship with them can point out certain specific points to or suggestions to develop trust between a teacher and students. Firstly, a teacher should develop a mutual respect atmosphere in the classroom. Like teachers, students do have good and bad days. A teacher should be able to know the difference and how do we do that? Start speaking to them. We have to develop good communications with the students. Be open, be vulnerable. Tell them you had to face difficulties too while you were a student. Tell them you had to overcome challenges too. Rather than establishing yourself as a know-it-all, walk with your students. For instance, um, imagine that one of your students is sharing a story in the class. They're children, they might be sharing a silly story. But never, never laugh at or ridicule the stories. Be open and unbiased. All these helps to build a strong connection and trust with the students. And this is so important to enable a healthy learning atmosphere. My aspiration to become a team leader in future was spiked by this course. My father is a school principal and my mother is a teacher, so um, I want to be like my father by initially becoming like my mother. From teacher to principal. I live in British Columbia in Canada, and this is a very diverse and multicultural place that comes with lots of challenges in workplace and teams. As a leader of a school in future, I'll be facing a very diverse cultural team, both among students and teachers. To be a good leader who can foster trust and a better negotiator who can solve conflicts, I have to take a few steps and create a strategic plan for myself. I think first and foremost, understanding and acknowledging that multiculturalism can be a ground for trust issues and conflicts is very important. Also, by encouraging myself and other colleagues to understand and get to know each other is crucial because if you don't know who you are speaking to, you won't be able to make a complete conversation. There will be lots of gaps which may potentially lead to confusions and later conflicts. My strategy also includes cultivating a workplace where progress is made by recognizing differences and. Working to balance them rather than insisting on unity. Each person is different; they think and act differently. Everyone develops their own pattern of working. Some may be slow at work, um, some others very fast. But if we are to compare our employees, or colleagues, or teammates with each other, I don't think any progress can be made. And I think I really have to understand the still friends in each person's methods and their style of communication too. Uh, I have to know their language, oh at least some of it, uh, their tone, accent and how they respond to situations because all these are heavily influenced by their social and cultural background. Another crucial element to develop and sustain trust is how I should not be assessing their potentials and skills based on their language competency and communication style i have been assessed based on my language skills previously i had felt so bad when someone once said i don't have the accent well i uh, i don't know coming from a non-english speaking country uh, how can they expect me to possess the accent english speakers have and It is also very important to me that being a transformational servant leader, I think my my primary responsibility to help others, my team, to develop excellent skills, I have to share with them what I have and make them a better leader than me. I know, this is not enough to be a good leader. I have so many questions in my mind. For example, um, how do I resolve a problem, a conflict that is based on values? How can I be impartial when making decisions in such a circumstance? And also if I made the leader, or say in this case, uh, the principal of a school where I have never worked before. I know the staff must already be so worried about replacing their leader. How do I gain trust in a very unfamiliar situation or place? Who do I speak to first about my concerns? How much time can I take to develop a trustful relationship with the teachers and students? Um, I think I know whom to turn to, my teachers. Even for the last assignment for an education-related course in this graduate program, I contacted one of my previous professors for guidance, for support. My teachers, as I see them, have always been the best models of leadership to me. They have shown me very, very effective, rational, practical, and reliable solutions to conflicts and negotiations. They'll be my first choice. Who'll be yours? With that lingering question, let me conclude today's session. Do you think this podcast helped alleviate some of your concerns regarding team leadership and trust? Did it help you to think more profoundly about conflict negotiations? Please do send us your feedback and comments. Write to edgypost with your concerns at mail at edgypost.com or visit our website www.edgypost.com. Thank you for listening to Edgy Post. Stay tuned for the next hot topic of interest. And this is Anne Mary signing off. Make it a great day.